Hello gamers, and welcome to the eSports Lifestyle. I'm your host, Jack Tupta, here to bring you some spicy topics about eSports. Now let's dive right in. Hello everyone and welcome to the eSports Lifestyle. I'm your host, Jack Tupta, and today we're going to take a little bit of a different approach from our last episode, which was obviously our first episode introducing the topic and myself. Um, but right off the bat, I kind of want to get you guys engaged with some some silly esports. You know, we we hear about all of these esports titles such as, you know, Call of Duty, Valorant, Apex Legends. There's all these crazy titles. Um They've kind of become mainstream with esports. Every time you hear the title esports, those are kind of the games that you pull towards and that those are the ones that you think of. And you'll even see oftentimes when you're on Twitch or Farming you look on Twitter, you look game that up esports in general. Safari. And still to this day, holds but what amazing are some of the as the number one farming really simulation game? Now, I'm not entirely sure what that market consists of and what the competitors are. But either way, it's earned that title at the number one spot. Now, how how in the world has Farming Simulator become such a popular eSport? Well, to be honest, it's really not that popular. But regardless, it's an eSport consisting of a pretty decent prize pool and has regular tournaments. Now, obviously, with it being over 10 years old by now, it's kind of died down a little bit and we've seen less and less of it over the years. Now, in these competitions, competitors are tasked with collecting as many hay bales as possible. There's different tasks that will allow you to collect these hay bales. Um, you know, if you think about regular farms, it's obviously a simulator, so it kind of goes hand in hand with that. Now, there's cows and there's different collecting tools for, for scrapping up the hay, different animals across the barn. There's several things that will distract you from getting your ultimate goal, but at the end of the day, you want to do what's best to collect as much hay bales as possible. And the winners will walk away with a couple thousand dollars. It looks like the prize pools are pretty large, so this is a very consistent and efficient um, tournament to join in if you are if you pride yourself in being a good farming simulator player. Now, if you're not much of an esports player, but you live on a farm and you're you're familiar with it, maybe uh, dabble in the esports the e realm. Now, I have something that goes a little bit hand-in-hand -hand with Farming Simulator. This is GeoGuessr. Who would have thought that Google Maps would become an esport? That's right, GeoGuessr places you on a random part in the entire world map, and you essentially have to look around and guess what location you're in. Now, this can place you anywhere from Ohio or anywhere in the United States in general, or you could find yourself in Germany, you could find yourself in Alaska, Antarctica, you could literally be anywhere in the world and you have to look around your surroundings and guess. Now it seems as if these competitions consist of the players being placed randomly on the map and they have to guess where they are in the shortest amount of time. Now depending on the tournament, it seems like there's different rounds. There can be like up to five rounds so that everyone can get a fair chance. Because I'm assuming there's a lot of different locations that can kind of blend together and look similar. And then there's others that will look a little unique with like historical monuments. Or even just like a, a blank road with just like farming landscape around it. There are endless possibilities to guess where you are on the map. So I find it a little unfair. That's why I think it's more efficient to have several rounds. So that people get kind of an even opportunity to guess and uh, get the correct um, amount of chances to win this tournament. 
Now let's switch it up to a little bit more of a traditional esports title. Um, I say that loosely because we are talking about Shrek Super Slam. Now this game was released in 2005. I believe this was after two different Shrek movies have released. Shrek Super Slam is a 3D fighting game that consisted of different Shrek characters known from their movies and even their shows to date that would fight against each other in, a, in basically a free-for-all battle. And uh, the last one standing would basically win. There was different free-for-all tournaments or even 1v1 tournaments. Regardless, Shrek Super, Super Slam started as a meme where, you know, all these different content creators and even uh, other esports competitors came together to, to mess around with this game. But the meme gained so much power that it evolved into an actual esports title with several tournaments around the, the world being hosted. We actually have a competitor to Shrek Super Slam, which actually was released several years before. In 1994, Shaquille O'Neal was present in his own fighting game. You guessed it, it was called Shaq Fu. That's right, Shaq Fu. This was a, I, I suppose, kung fu fighting game where Shaquille O'Neal and several other uh, in-game characters and even reference characters from outside of it in, in the NBA and uh, popular artists around that time. Um, there wasn't actually any names present in there. Like they, they didn't have Snoop Dogg in there just fighting around or, uh, or Wiz Khalifa just vibing in there or even like LeBron as a fighter. <laughs> but Shaquille O'Neal was in his own fighting game in 1994 which became a massive esport because of its advanced movements and actually surprisingly a good fighting game. This was like Mortal Kombat or Street Fighter level fighting game. And uh, these competitors became so advanced at it that these tournaments were, were massive. I mean, people were very skilled at the game. It was released on Windows, I believe, and um, PlayStation 2 or PlayStation 1 rather at the time. So it was present on some pretty popular consoles and people found a way to become advanced at it, and it became super popular, much like these other games. Now let's wrap up this list with our last entry. We have Turbo Racing League. Now when you hear this, it actually sounds like an eSport. I mean, the title is there. Turbo Racing League? That's already an eSport just from the title. But when you actually look into it, Turbo is a movie that was released in 2013, it's basically about a bunch of snails. Um, one of the voice actors actually was Snoop Dogg, I believe. Ironic that I mentioned him. But um, regardless, this was a, a movie essentially about snails, and they're, they're ironically known to be super slow, but Turbo was a movie based on snails going quick. So it was kind of like a racing movie for all these snails, and you know, it's, it's your typical DreamWorks kind of movie. But they made an eSport out of it. Well, I guess they started with a video game with no intention to become an eSport. But it became a very popular eSport um, for its advanced, you know, racing mechanics, which there isn't much racing to begin with in eSports. Uh, it's a lot of shooters and battle royale, different things like that. But racing doesn't really come into this category. So it's ironic that such a, an unplanned eSport title became, you know, so popular. But this tournament actually became so popular that there was there was a tournament held for $1 million. Well, $1 million was the prize pool for the entire tournament. And a 19-year-old man won $290,000 for first place. Can you believe that? 
I mean, if I was 19 years old and I was playing this this little tiny game about snails racing around that was based on a movie. It was it was intended for little kids to just play, you know, for a year after release, just to kind of, you know, carry on the life the life cycle of this this little snail uh, movie. But no, no, it became an esport with uh, actual competitors and someone who got two hundred ninety thousand dollars at 19 years old. Can you imagine that? I mean, we hear about this all the time with these massive games, and it's just kind of regular at this point. But for such an odd title, this is hilarious to see. We've obviously come a long way with esports, and this list only gets bigger if you consider speedrunning, which is a whole other can of worms. You know, speedrunning consists of people basically playing games at the, the fastest times. You play these games, and it takes so long to do, but then people perfect them, and they play them and finish them in like minutes sometimes. You know, there there's records based on these these different games that can be done, you know, 100% completed or, you know, the quickest time to beat. All these different topics that people hold these titles for and they actually can earn money from doing it. But this is an entire different topic but goes hand in hand with this because there's all these silly games that you wouldn't think would be, you know, played outside of just for fun and to complete and say that you did it. But no, people make careers out of this by speedrunning them and making money off them from winning tournaments in these these different categories. There's even online chess. You know, chess is known as this in-person game, um, this board game. It, it basically carries the board game in competitive, the competitive field. But no, we have an esport for it online. So it's crazy to think that esports has come so far to where we can. We can mess around with these funny, unintentionally competitive games and earn money from them and even make people famous from it. Well, that about does it for this silly esports podcast. I really appreciate you guys tuning in, and I really hope you learned something about these silly esports. You know, you might as well check them out yourself, see if you like them. Maybe you can earn some money. Next time, we'll be talking about mobile esports, which you can play on the go and on your phone. Have a great rest of your day, and I'll catch you guys next time. Thank you.